Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. This is your host, Debbie. Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. I'm your host, Debbie, and today we have some very special guests here in the studio. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. My name's Alan Small, and I work at the Mayborn Museum. My main role is as the STEM program's coordinator, and I get paid to make happy messes and help other people do that same thing. Ah, I love that. Um, I'm Emily Clark. I'm the Museum Engagement Manager at the Mayborn, so I work with Alan, also making messes. Um, but I also see oversee our floor staff and then um, any of our programs that are for children and families. Oh, I absolutely love that. And one of the first questions I always ask when people come on the show is, are you from Waco or are you a Waco native? I am not a Waco native. <gasps> I have been here for three years. Oh, wow. Um, but I did come to Baylor and unadmitted to number of years ago as a student, um, and I was very pleased when I got back to Waco that they gave me my same email address. Ah, I love that. That's fantastic. And for you? I have lived here for, oh, oh over 10 years. Okay. Um, so I came to Baylor. I graduated from Baylor in 2013. I left for a year and then came right back for grad school, um, graduated in 2016 with my master's in museum studies, mm -hmm. and then Got hired at the Mayborn, and I've been there ever since. Wow, so it's a pretty I absolutely fun job. love that. I absolutely love that. And I always tell people the title of Waycoen is something you claim. So I think I think once you're ready to claim it, it can be true. So three years, obviously more than I ten years. It. I think I you claim the title of Waycoen. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us today from the Mayborn. We are actually here to talk about an exciting new exhibit kicking off this weekend. So tell me all about it. We are really excited to open up our uh, newest exhibit. It's called Cardboard Craze, and we are going to be offering a an opportunity for people to explore cardboard as a material, and we will have different zones for people to work, build, play, and explore in, but um, if there's cardboard involved, we are trying to make it available. So we've got building blocks, we've got uh, saws, we've got uh, hardware that we're adding in, for people to make their own creations, um, and it can be as simple or as as complex as they're interested in, and it's just a, a free, fun place to have some free creativity. I love that. And so this exhibit, um, you guys have been collecting cardboard for quite a while, right? Yes. So we actually have been collecting cardboard for about a month, and um, we've 
um, gotten the help of some area museums, so the Dr. Pepper Museum, Cameron Park Zoo, and then we also reached out to Baylor Dining to help us collect our cardboard, and then we asked Mayborn staff to bring any cardboard that they'd collected. So we have this huge amount of cardboard to go through, um, probably about four or five pallets. Wow. Um, and what's most interesting is that that is cardboard that we asked these places to collect for about a month, and wow. so it's really a great visual to see like how much cardboard we're actually going through. Um and it's a lot. <laughs> and what is the mission behind this exhibit? We're hoping that people will come and be creative, uh, use that space to um, build what inspires them or find something that inspires them. Um, it's just a, a an opportunity for them to um, be in that space with that material, and it might it might make something productive, and it might make something totally whimsical with no use, but just a. Uh, <laughs> An interesting experience, but we want to invite everybody to come uh, participate and help us add to our uh, collection of creations. I love that. And you guys are actually kicking off this weekend. So tell me all the details. Well, it turns out that you can tell a lot about uh, a cardboard donor by the type of boxes that (laughs) they give you. Um, It turns out that somebody at the zoo really likes to eat frozen fish. (laughs) We've gotten a lot of uh, those sorts of boxes and also from Baylor Dining, um, there's lots of lettuce being eaten somewhere, and those boxes are excellent for forts. So we're we're primed and prepped. Um, we've also been getting familiar with our tools so that when, when uh, visitors come, we can hand them the tools and they can get, get right to work. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And so you guys are kicking off February 11th, correct? So tell me how people can get tickets or find out more information. Yeah, so we will be open at 9 o'clock on Saturday for our members-only hour, so they'll get the first glimpse of the exhibit. Um, And then at that point, it's open at 10 o'clock for everyone, and um, we're open till 5, so 10 to 5 on Saturday and then 1 to 5 um, on Sunday. Yeah, and how long will this exhibit be running? It's going through April 2nd, and so it'll be around for spring breaks. If you have the first spring break or the second spring break, we always laugh. There's kind of two in the central Texas area. Um, we'll have lots going on in there over spring break. Um, and so it'll be a fun place to bring family who are in town or anything like that. Um, we kind of expect to have people who come to this exhibit spend a lot of time in it. And mm-hmm. then we also really expect to have some repeat visitors who kind of fall in love with the space like we have and want to come a lot. So Um, we're excited to see how the attendance is throughout this six weeks. Oh, yay. I'm so excited about that. And I know most Ray Cohen's are familiar with the Mayborn Museum because how can't you be? Um, But if you would, please explain what the Mayborn Museum is and all about it. Yeah. So the Mayborn Museum is Baylor's um, on-campus museum. And so we are kind of what I say, three museums in one. Hmm. Um, So we have a whole natural history wing, um, and that's where you're going to feel more of like a traditional museum feel. We've got lots of fossils, dioramas. A dinosaur, a whole dinosaur. Very cool dinosaur. Great photo (laughs) spot, so if you're into selfies. Um, And then we have a whole side of the museum that we call the Discovery Center, and we, we say that that area is for kids and kids at heart. It's just a really fun place. My to favorite. Interact. Yeah, honestly. So fun. <laughs> Lots of hands-on things to play with. Um, a great area for five and under. Um, and then we also have out back our historic village. And um, so that is a glimpse at life in the 1890s. Uh, and then Cardboard Craze is in what we call our traveling exhibit gallery space. And so you if you live in Waco, you've probably seen a lot of different things come through that space. Mm-hmm. Um, we're excited because this is the first one we've done in a while that we've designed it ourselves. I love and planned for it ourselves and had so much help from the whole museum mm-hmm. um, pulling it off. And so, um, yeah, we're so excited. I, we've just been giddy all week getting it ready. <laughs> so um, we just can't wait. 
Well, I love that. Um, well, thank you for sharing that information. We're going to just take a break real fast and we'll be right back. And now for a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. <laughs> so check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house. Uh, do you mean? Could it be? The Poltergeist. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. All right, and we're back. So just before we were talking about some of the amazing things the Mayborn does, um, and now we have some tools pulled out and ready. Um, tell me more. 
Well, we have tools that can separate cardboard and we have tools that can join cardboard. So usually when somebody tackles a box, they do need to remove some things or section it up. And we have these great little saws that have come in. They've got uh, a safe blade that really won't bother a human hand, but cardboard stands no chance. And so you can, um, you can slice it into rectangles or you can carve the shapes that you want. And then you end up with the pieces that you can use to build your creation. And then if you want to combine those in a certain way, you can attach them two different ways. One of the ways is with these cool little clips. There's actually six or seven different shapes, but they help join cardboard either parallel or you can make corners on a fort or you can, you know, shape things as a costume, but they clip pieces together and that's really easy to use. And then the other attachment that we've got is these really cool little screws and they're plastic, but they are they're wide and the threads help uh, really easily bind two pieces of cardboard together. So all you do is take a sharp end. Well, I say sharp, sharp as a pencil, <laughs> sharp end on this tool and you poke it in the cardboard. And then you use this second little driver that just fits perfectly into oh. all size hands. And you just screw the two pieces of cardboard together. And we've got hundreds and hundreds of these screws and clips just ready to go. Um, and make the cool things that we want to. Wow, I'm so excited about that. And the Mayborn is an educational museum, so it's really great. You guys have a variety of programs as well, so this is really awesome getting to teach kids um, about building and STEM in that that way as well, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was actually going to say that we're, we're also a teaching museum for Baylor students, and mm -hmm. so we have a whole team of Baylor undergrads who help as our floor staff, and we actually have some grad students and interns right now who have been really hands-on in helping create this exhibit, mm -hmm. and a lot of what we're paying attention to is how people learn when we make and tinker, mm -hmm. so we have a space um, at the museum called Design Den. It's been open since 2016. Um, I started out as a design den coordinator wow. at the Mayborn, and then Alan is now the STEM programs coordinator, but designed in his playground. So we both really love that space. We love to watch people um, meet one another and have this like social learning as they're yeah. all making things together. And there's also just so much that we learn when we're making stuff. We learn problem solving. Um, we learn how to communicate and talk to people about what we're making. We learn how to um, not do things. We learn how to make mistakes and for failure to be okay. So we're paying attention to all of those things in this space um, and helping our students to learn more about how people learn um, in a really like dynamic space like this. So we really nerd out over that stuff too. It's so fun to watch people um, accomplish things and then try to make cool stuff. And you know how proud you are when you make your own thing. Um, true. It's I'm a DIYer so myself. I you understand. totally get it then. It's so fun to have <laughs> that, that moment when that thing that you wanted to make finally works. There's just nothing like it. That's true. I think one of the benefits of this exhibit too is helping people develop a relationship with a, a material. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really important for folks to do that. Um, it's possible for cardboard to just come to our hands and then leave our hands and not think about it. Um, but it is a resource and it's a, a positive or a negative um, and it does take up space in landfills, but it is really um, useful and recyclable. If people become familiar with, with that as a material, um, they understand it better and can start to consider the impact in the environment and in the world. Um, and so, I'm excited to play with the stuff, but I'm also interested in helping people think a little deeper about um, how this material exists in the world and what their impact is with it. Yeah, I love that. And you guys are actually working with the community as well for the recycling center. Did you want to talk about that? 
Yeah, so we've talked a bit with the city of Waco with their um, solid waste services, and they're going to be helping us with a few things, one of which we're excited about. When we're done with all of this cardboard, they're going to help us get it to the Cobbs Recycling Center, Perfect. which is going to be really helpful because it's a lot of cardboard. Um, but we're also going to have some chances that they're going to pop up at the museum. And actually, on Monday, March 13th at 1030, we will have a special mini Monday story time with Ashley Millard Crownover from the city of Waco, and she will come and talk about the state of trash in Waco and talk to us about Waco landfills and about recycling, um, about glass recycling in Waco, which is something Mm -hmm. that um, we've gotten our new big purple bins. Yes, I saw it. There's some exciting stuff happening with recycling in Waco. Um, And and like Alan said, we want people to start thinking about the materials that they have at their house, how they use them, how you can give a material a second life. Um, Last night, we actually did a training with our floor staff. And one of the activities was to like come up with ways to get people excited about building. And uh, one of the prompts they had was like, can you recreate what you made here at home? And I loved that to encourage kiddos to um, think about those Amazon boxes or whatever shipments they get at their house and how they can create things at home um, to at least give that cardboard one more set of life. You know? Oh, I absolutely love that. And you actually um, brought some numbers in for us today, too. Do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Yeah. So we, as we were researching the science of trash for this exhibit, we found that Americans actually throw out 4.9 pounds of trash per person every day. Um, and so that's about 1,800 pounds of trash per American every year. Oh, which my is gosh. A lot. Um, and then in 2018, Americans had a recycling rate of about 23.5%, which meant that of the 292.4 million Oof. pounds or tons, I'm sorry, that we generated, about 69 million of those 69 million tons were recycled. So to me, I don't, those numbers are so <laughs> They're huge, big numbers they for me. much to me, but, but it does tell me that we could do better. Yeah. And I was a arts major, so it doesn't help. But it does, we've kind of got like a whole graph talking about that in the yeah. exhibit. Um, and it's just a reminder that we should be conscious of what we're consuming and what we're, um, what we have in our house and how we can dispose of it responsibly. Yeah. And again, the STEM aspect of it as well. Do you want to speak any more onto that? Uh, I think that there is uh, a unique opportunity for both, um, formal educators, teachers to come and help their classes um, interact in the exhibit. And there's also places for families to come and be as creative as they'd like to be. It's a, a great place to have a cool product that generates a cool mess that does not have to be in your living room at home. <laughs> and I would also uh, remind everybody that cardboard and cardboard recycling is uh, a great uh, connection to Waco community life especially with the announcement uh, yesterday that uh, there's a new recycling plant coming to town. Yay. I was really excited to hear about the, the investment being made there, helping recycle old cardboard into new cardboard, and that's actually going to be employing people in our, in our community, and, and uh, that will be a, a huge impact and benefit here, um, all centered around this material. Yeah. What is something you're looking forward to most about this exhibit? I want to build... Headgear. Ooh, hats. <laughs> hats! I can see you're a hat guy. I like hats. If somebody might want to make their crown. They want, might want to be a, a knight in shining armor. Maybe they need um, just the, the perfect um, fancy uh, fancy flair for their head. Uh, <laughs> but I want everybody to come and make hats and show me what you got. There's a couple <laughs> hats already made that are pretty impressive. So our our STEM crew is what we've been mm-hmm. calling them, but it's our team of grad students and interns who are all. Um, have really had a hand in helping create this exhibit. They've been working, making with cardboard for about a month now, getting mm-hmm. ready for this. And so we've got a cardboard baseball hat that I think is really cool. There's a few Love crowns. Um, 
that are starting to materialize. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm interested to see where the hats go. I'm also excited. Um, we talked this morning about um, some ideas for doing some cardboard miniatures, which I just think will be the cutest I'm thing on the I'm planet. I'm obsessed. Um, and then I'm also excited. When we were doing our training last night, there was an idea from one of the floor staff about someone making a cardboard rock band, which I can't get past. Um, so whoever does that first, you're going to have my heart. I think it's going to be so cute. Um, and now I think we should do a cardboard podcast studio. I think oh, really there fun. you go. Oh, my gosh. That'd be fantastic. Just recreate the set, but in po- in, in cardboard. cardboard. Amazing. When you come, that's what you'll have to that's do. That's what I'll have to do. I'll make a cardboard microphone, too, <laughs> specifically for me to talk into. Um, well, it sounds like this really is going to have a community impact as well as an individual impact um, what would you say is one of the main goals and the community for this event um i would say you know we've we've done this exhibit well it wasn't an exhibit last time but we've mm-hmm. done this kind of thing one time before um and it was just a program we planned to do it for one day um and we called it cardboard craze and it was for a special big science day that oh. we had and people kept coming into that our, what do we call our traveling exhibit mm-hmm. gallery the big room everyone knows right at the front and they kept saying um how long is this here for? And they kept just being like, when can we come back? Like, when can we bring people? And I even remember like one family was like, well, we're going to go tell our friends to come now. Like if this is only one day, they've got to come up here. Um, So that was so exciting to us. And at the time we had so much leftover cardboard that we did kind of open it sporadically just a few more times. But we knew ever since then that like the community really loved this. Um, And for a lot of people in the Waco community, the Mayborn is kind of like a second home, especially Mm -hmm. if you have younger kids. But if your kids are a little older, um, sometimes they've been there so much that it's not quite as exciting. Um, Although we would argue that it's always exciting. I don't agree with that. (laughs) But um, this is just something so fun and new that we've got that um, I think we'll just have like a lot of stay time. People are going to come and want to spend like a lot of time in there making all sorts of things. And you could honestly come, I think, every day of Cardboard Craze and have so much fun every single day and make something new. So. Well, my birthday is coming up, so maybe I should have my birthday party oh, at the paper museum. Oh, that would be such a fun birthday party. <laughs> I second the motion. Yeah, we yeah. Should do it. you sure I don't know if you have anything else to say about community impact. Yeah, I just really want folks to understand the invitation to come and participate. Museums sometimes uh, can be quiet or they can be calm, and it it's almost uh, difficult sometimes to um, for folks to decide if they are going to actively do a thing in that Mm -hmm. space and this is an active open uh, invitation to come uh, make the exhibit that you want to make and participate the way you want to participate and i want everybody to feel welcome you know from from pre-readers to experienced readers from from you know handy tool folks to people who don't do tools um, there's an entry point for everyone and and everybody's warmly and, and enthusiastically invited Oh, I absolutely love that. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I always give an option for shout outs. So if there's anybody you would like to shout out that has helped you get this started, get it going, or anything else you'd like to shout out, now's your time. I'll start with a shout out to just the rest of our team at the museum who has been excited to help us. Shout out, guys. And like <laughs> follow our kind of wacky dreams of... <laughs> wacky cardboard cardboard. dreams yes and um so that's been so much work from our facilities and exhibits team and our collections team Mm -hmm. so um just so thankful to everyone for like letting us follow this dream so i'd give that shout out first i don't know what else you've got i would extend that same uh (laughs) saying that thanks to the museum staff but i I would focus on uh, a staff member 
my wife. She also works Aww. there. Jesse has held down the fort uh, at home while I've dived deep into cardboard, and she's really uh, supported every every angle and every uh, long evening that I've had to that I've gotten to play with cardboard. <laughs> but I just give a, sh- a shout out to her. Oh, I yeah, shout out to the it. small kids, Alan's kids. His Aww. last name is Small. I think you said it already. But <laughs> they're, they're actually not small. One of them's very tall. Um, but they also just love to come up and help us test mm-hmm. out activities. And so, shout out to them too. Here, wow. Here. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on today. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners today? Can't wait to see you when you come. Yeah. Perfect. We're gonna have so much fun. I can't wait to see what you make. Um, yeah. All right. And then last but not least, don't forget to plug yourself. Give us all your social media, your website, and all the information. We can find you, where we can find you, how we can get tickets, all of the above. Yeah. So you can actually find us at Mayborn Museum on all platforms and then at www.baylor.edu slash Mayborn. Um, you can buy tickets online um, or you can buy them in person. And we are on campus just right in the heart of Waco, right by downtown. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. And I'm definitely going to have to go build something with cardboard now. We love it. Love to hear it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Find us everywhere on all social media platforms, K-N-O-W underscore Waco. Check us out at roguemedianetwork.com and we're on YouTube under Rogue Media Network. Check out nowaco.com.